The devil likes to make common that which should be special. In today's religious world, we often toss, I'll be praying for you, like a passing greeting, polite but with no real connection. And then there are the stories of prayers that are almost expected to have some gigantic and miraculous ending, when in actuality, prayer is that form of communication that opens our hearts and connects us with God, that relationship builder between the human and the divine that allows us to better understand His grace and helps us to better live by His mercy with those around us. The devil likes to make common the gift of the divine, but we can choose to take it back and make it special again. Just like Jesus, when He took that formulaic and taught us about our Father, connected and familial with the divine and those around us. Offering information for your mind. Enabling transformation for your heart. Sabbath School U. A weekly dialogue exploring God's Word and its application for today's world. Welcome back to Sabbath School University and our topic today is prayer. I'm Ike Mueller, this is Sabbath School University and I'm glad to have a couple of wonderful guests here with me and uh, I want you to introduce yourself. Tell us a little about who you are, what you're doing and maybe have you had an experience with answered prayer? Okay, my name is Emmanuel. I'm a student here at Andrews um, studying communications and a prayer that God has answered uh, I wasn't sure about continuing school here and I was thinking about being a, a student missionary in Korea and um, at that last moment God convicted me that I needed to be here this semester and so I'm here again continuing my studies. That's amazing and we're glad to have you on the show. I'm glad that you're here this semester. <laughs> thank you. Very good. Thank you Emmanuel. My name is Guilherme Borda and I'm from Brazil and I'm studying theology at Andrews University. And uh, one experience that I had with answered prayer was actually in the field, not actually of something outward, uh, seeing like a miracle or something like that, but actually in the comforting uh, uh, of God in my heart when I was facing difficult times that I, I knew I could all, always go to Him mm -hmm. and find comfort. So. Okay, thank you for that. Yeah, it's good to also address the, the emotional mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. level. That's thank right. you very much. Rican. My name is Vikan and I study theology here at Andrews. Um, one, one thing, one prayer that God answered for me um, was last summer, I was actually looking for a car um, and it was a manual car I was looking for. I didn't know if I was gonna actually find a manual car. So um, God actually blessed me with the exact car that I wanted to get. It was manual transmission, was exact color and I'm just thankful for that experience that God mm -hmm. answered my prayer. Fantastic. Sometimes it's as simple as finding the right thing. Mm -hmm. I I'll share a story of where God didn't answer prayer, just to th mix things up. As a kid, I prayed that Jesus would come soon, because my understanding was that if I die, then I will remain at that age. I don't know if you... I wanted to be in heaven and enjoy the rides and the 
animals and I thought that if you die like when you're 70 you're always gonna stay locked in at 70 <laughs> so I wanted Jesus to come before I turned 12 or 15 and he didn't come <laughs> <laughs> so that just to throw that in as we start discussing the topic of prayer the the it's a bit of a conundrum so we'll we'll get into that I'll struggle with that name a couple more <laughs> times <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> Would you lead us in opening prayer in our scripture reading? Okay. Um, let us pray, and um, as is a practice that we have always in the show, I'm going to pray in my native tongue in Portuguese. Okay? Very good. Let's pray. Querido Deus, eu peço que o Espírito Santo nos conduza e nos ajude a compreender melhor as Escrituras. Eu agradeço desde já, em nome de Jesus. Amém. Amém. Well, let's read our text from John 17 and uh, verses 20 and 21. John 17 and verses 20 to 21. In this section here, we find this powerful prayer that Jesus is praying for His disciples and He prays for the believers. And the text says, I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they all may be one as you, Father, are in me, and I in you, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. Thank you very much. Jesus' own prayer to start us off, and that's mm -hmm. the amazing way to start off. Mm -hmm. Now we highlighted prayers that were answered, and I threw in one that, uh, that uh, wasn't answered for me. Mm -hmm. um, what is the purpose of prayer? What is the what is the whole deal about prayer? If it happens sometimes, if it doesn't happen other times, why do we even pray? How do we get into this? What, what is the purpose of prayer? I think that the purpose of prayer is to um, bring us in relationship with God. I think it's um, to 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 build um, trust in Him and build confidence in Him. You know, when you're getting to know someone, um, you get to know them better by talking to them. And I think that mm -hmm. prayer is that way mm -hmm. that we get to know God better by talking to Him. Thus, we get to know Him better and, and um, learn more about Him. That's, that's the way I view. I think that's the purpose of prayer. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. I think prayer is like, imagine you are, uh, you get into a spaceship and then you go to space. Now they, they get you out of the ship and then you cannot breathe and actually you die because you were not made to be in that atmosphere. We were not made to live in an atmosphere of sin, but through prayer we can kind of breathe a heavenly atmosphere. We are brought in contact with God. So for me, prayer is a way to survive in an atmosphere we were not made to live in. So the scuba gear in an ocean. Yeah, the air yeah. tank and yes. the, and the uh, as for the astronaut. Yes. That's a very nice imagery. Prayer for me is more of, um, like Emmanuel said, um, getting in a closer relationship with mm -hmm. God. You know, um, becoming closer with God, walking with Him day by day, and that way, you know, um, you get to know God a lot better, um, and it connects you a lot better with God as mm -hmm. well. So that's what prayers mean. Now, mm -hmm. now, I'll just throw this out because people have asked me that question. It's like, yeah, but it's a one-sided conversation. Mm -hmm. This is not, I mean, if we're talking, we're communicating, we're sharing, I'm learning about you, you're learning about me. 
But uh, this is a one-sided kind of deal. Aren't you talking to yourself? Isn't this kind of self-hypnosis? How would you respond to that? I think that, I think no, because I think it's a matter of, of faith. If I, if I have faith in who I'm talking to, I believe that I have a connection with God or with Jesus, um, then it's going to mean something. It's going to be meaningful to me. I'm going to have a conversation. I'm not going to view it as being one-sided because I have faith in, in God. Even though I don't see him, even though it may seem like I'm just talking out in air, you know, I, um, I'm, I'm talking to God. I, re I was talking to a friend recently. And he was telling me about how, you know, he started to like take a walk at night and just talk to God. And he would just talk aloud as he was walking. And at first he felt it was so weird but then over time, he kept on doing it. He got used to it. And he said one day he was so engaged in his conversation that he was just so shocked at himself because this <laughs> never used to happen to him. Mm -hmm. So I think that prayer and talking to God, it not only builds relationship with him, but it builds your faith and your confidence in him as well, even more. Mm -hmm. It is a legitimate question that people may pose and say, how don't you know this is just an illusion or just talking to yourself and talking to your head and it is pretty much a philosophical question but uh, there's one thing that we need to understand in this life we we live by faith that's one thing how, when you go buy a medicine in the supermarket how do you know that's the real medicine you're looking for are you gonna have a chemical test every single time you buy we live by trust but also God gave evidences that he actually listens in the in the prayers that prayers that are answered and, and also reading through scripture then it doesn't become only that one-sided thing mm -hmm. I, I talk to God and and God should be interested in what I'm saying but I'm not interested in what he is he saying so God gives evidences of his existence, his care for me, his interest. And in the Bible, I get his, his feedback. That is actually much more than feedback. It's what feeds me. It's what uh, prompts my prayer. So mm. I think it is much uh, richer than just uh, uh, that field. That you... I think, you know, it's, it's based upon, you know, um, you believing and having faith, like they were saying, you know, mm -hmm. um, I know for me sometimes, you know, praying, I, I pray, but then sometimes I think, you know, who am I praying to? You know, am I praying to just myself mm. or am I praying to God himself? But sometimes I pray and about certain situations that may happen in my life. And right after I pray, I feel a lot better. Um, it's almost as though I was not alone, mm -hmm. you know, um, and I think God sometimes reminds us that he's here to comfort us and, you know, shows that he still loves us regardless when we pray. I think that's, you, you all pointed to some, some things. Uh, one, one thing that I was thinking about or, or an answer, um, we're blessed with a little girl at home now. Mm. And, um, and when she was born, and even before that, apparently they hear things. And they can actually pick out mother and father, the voice and the incantation of, of the individual voice. But there's no real response. And yet something happens. It's not talking into a void, although it might seem like that as a, hmm. as a father talking. There is a response. It's just in a very different way um, than I would expect it to be with an adult human being where you're actually exchanging words. There is... A relationship and that comes back to what you were saying that that we're talking about different environments in a, in, a, in a way and and that God talks to us in different ways mm -hmm. one way is through scripture 
And the other way is through the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and prayer might be that time where I actually open up to, to take time to let the Holy Spirit actually influence my thinking in a, in a more direct way than I do in the hustle bustle of, day, uh, of, of the day. And that's a key, key point, take time. Because even for people who have faith, prayer can become just actually, you're just reciting something to yourself just to fulfill a protocol that, well, I'll pray uh, whatever X times a day, and uh, then I, I fulfilled my duty yeah. uh, about mm. praying. And it can become, even for people who believe that God exists, just talking to yourself. You, you, you don't dedicate time, or you just repeat the same things, the same things. Sometimes it is interesting to me that if we don't really dedicate ourselves and focus on the prayer, uh, imagine if we would do that when we're talking to people. You're going to mm. talk to your wife and you just uh, say whatever <laughs> and blah, blah, blah. You're not focusing on what you're saying. Mm. So then in the end, you, you end up just repeating a lot of things. It's like sometimes we mm. do with God. We say, dear Lord, blah, 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 dear Lord, blah, 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 dear Lord. We keep repeating, repeating, repeating and then haven't we already said, dear Lord, uh, isn't He already listening? Do I really need to be repeating that much? I sometimes wonder <laughs> if our prayers before we eat are, are sometimes <laughs> very virtual. I'm hungry. Let's get to it. This is just stopping yeah. me from... Um, let's get into it. And, and are they just formulas uh, rather than reminders of God's grace and abundance that He showered upon us um, and that we get to partake uh, mm -hmm. in that? So, yeah, that's a very, very important reminder. The Bible has lots of prayers that are actually mentioned. Some of them that are just uh, passed on, but there are actually quite a number of prayers that, that we have recorded. Some from Jesus himself. We read that in, in our opening text. Here's one from Daniel. Daniel prays in chapter 9 of, of the book of Daniel. It's a rather lengthy prayer, so we're not going to read it. But maybe we can summarize it and, and get to some of the points. In what ways, what can we learn from this prayer of Daniel in, in chapter 9? Hmm. Well, in chapter 9, Daniel is praying to God, interceding for the people. And uh, here you see how prayer is something that is informed. You receive knowledge from God and you have this conversation. He saw that the time of exile was getting to an end. And he was praying, interceding and praying for the people, for forgiveness, including himself. So... Here is a, like Jesus was interceding for his disciples and the believers to come, then he was interceding for the people for himself. Now that the time of the exile, because himself and the people of God were in another nation as, ex, as in an exile, and, but that would come to an end, and he was praying for that. Mm -hmm. so, you want to share anything? What you said. <laughs> <laughs> What are some of the lessons that we can learn from this? It is a very intercessory prayer. It is Daniel saying, I'm going to ask God to be gracious on behalf of these people that, mm. that don't know where they are right now. Mm. They lost their scuba gear. Mm. Uh, they're, they're drowning and, and God helped them. What can we learn from this intercessory prayer? I think that um, sometimes... Uh, when we don't understand where we are in our walk with God or um, in getting to know Him, we, like you said, we get lost. And mm. intercessory prayer, to me, that's what Daniel was doing. And intercessory prayer um, kind of 
it kind of helps to say the things that you can't say yourself mm -hmm. sometimes. And so it's good as fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, fellow Christians, for us to pray for one another and to encourage another um, and to lift one another up in prayer because it's good to have a personal relationship with God and to pray for yourself. But I think it's, there's also value in having other people remember you in prayer. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something I can get from Daniel praying for those people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. To me, intercessory prayer, you know, um, when, especially when you intercede upon um, people's behalf, it shows how selfless you are as a person. Mm. You know, and that's one big characteristics of God, you know, um, selflessness. Mm -hmm. You know, it shows that you're selfless and you're not selfish, having the char character of the devil. Mm. I really like what you're saying there. It, in some way, it means I'm trying to have the mind of God in caring about other people around me, mm -hmm. not just myself. But on another level, prayer gains that not only that vertical relationship, but that horizontal mm. relationship of caring for the community around me. It's not just the selfish me and God. Mm. It's me and others before God. Um, what are some of the things that, that we can learn from, from, or how can we apply that to our lives? What is the purpose of that? I think that when we pray for people, we better learn how to love them because we focus on them mm. and we present them before God and we really care for them. We want them to be blessed. So I think it nurtures our love for them. And to add to what he was saying, I think also um, it, it helps us to relate to them better. Um, I think of the verse in, um, I think it's in Galatians, I'm not sure, where it <laughs> says, um, bear one another's burdens and mm -hmm. therefore fulfill the law of Christ. And I think when you lift others in prayer and you let them know that you're praying for them, there's um, kind of an understanding between each other or a new relationship that is built um, through that um, community, I mm -hmm. guess, mm -hmm. of prayer. I think in our opening, we kind of played on this idea, I'll be praying for you. Mm -hmm. And, and it's had be, kind of become kind of the slogan. We hear it from politicians yeah. even. My prayers are with the, with the people that are afflicted by mm -hmm. a hurricane or tornado or whatever. Um, is there a danger in, in that as well? Hmm. If we keep saying to people, I'll pray for you, I'll pray for you, I'll pray for you, and we don't pray, then there's a problem. If we say, but we do pray, I would say that's okay. Uh, if you do fulfill what you're saying. The problem is sometimes we greet people and we say, how are you? And then they say, oh, I'm facing, oh yes, I, I have to go. <laughs> if you say, how are you? But we don't want to know actually how they are. Mm -hmm. So if I say, I'll pray for you, but then I never pray, then what's the point? Also, I think that when I say, I'm going to pray for you, then, and, and I hear your prayer, what can I do for you? Mm -hmm. How can I reach out and, and be an assist mm -hmm. to you? You know, yeah. it's not just mm -hmm. me saying things. It's not just words. It's something meaningful where I'm going to be there for you in your struggles and your burdens and your needs. And I think that's a problem with um, that slogan, that saying, where I'll, I'll pray for you. It's sometimes people need, um, they need your help. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
So it, it leads us to action. Yes. It's not just that uh, we pray, we retreat to the closet, which is a good place to pray, and, and we're in solitude, but it actually leads us to care for people, to be involved in other people's lives, and to actually take up our hands, our feet, and actually physically do something for yes. us. Yes. Yes. Exactly. And then we become vessels of God's grace mm -hmm. through, through that. Yeah. I think that's a powerful thing. And it, prayer can be a lie if we just say, I'll pray for you and never do it. Mm. Uh, it actually mm -hmm. distances us from one another oh. because it's just hypocrisy. But if we actually do it, this is where community can be built and, and it can be a very powerful, powerful thing that people also feel that they're being taken care of and, and they're a concern of other people. Mm -hmm. Jesus prayed as well. So um, uh, we'll move from, from Dan oh, there's one other thing maybe before we jump to Jesus. What I find amazing is not just Daniel chapter 9, but Daniel chapter 2. In Daniel chapter 2, Daniel is not concerned only with his own people. He's actually concerned, the king has said, everybody will be killed because all these wise men are just liars. They're just playing me. And because I got this vision from God and uh, nobody can answer it. And Daniel prays and he prays for the revelation from God, not for his own sake but for the sake of all the wise men. Now, these are pagans. These are people that we'd say, well, it serves you right to die because you're in pact with the devil. Um, these are the wise men of a pagan foreign nation that believe in all kinds of crazy gods. And Daniel intercedes on their behalf as well. And I find that amazing. Not just for his friends, hmm. not just for his community, but for the people outside in a very caring way. I find that amazing uh, in, in chapter 2 as well. So that, that's the life of Daniel. We'll jump to Jesus now uh, <laughs> that I put that little caveat in there. Jesus. Jesus, the Son of God, prays. Now, why, would, why does he, who is God himself, why does he need to pray at all? I think that um, it goes back to what we were saying earlier. I think that Jesus knew the value of relationship to um, being connected to the Father, um, staying in constant conversation with Him, built His His bond with Him even stronger while mm. He was human on Earth. Um, I think I think that's why uh, He saw the need of prayer, because He had such great faith in God. You know, He knew who God was personally, mm. and He wanted to set an example for us. So that his disciples could see, you see how I, I am on earth and I still pray and I still talk to the Father. You, when I leave here, you will continue to do this too. You will continue to talk to me and to talk to, to the Father. And I think he wanted to set an example and he knew the value of being in a relationship with God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Jesus came to live as a second Adam. If Adam had maintained himself faithful to the relationship with God... If Eve had done the same thing, they would not have uh, committed sin. Now, Jesus came to live as a second Adam, and he was going to remain faithful to that relationship with mm. God. He was God, but he was also human in, in the, on this earth. Mm. And he was facing sin. And if he would not pray to God, he would actually be prideful. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes we do the same. We are accepted by God, we're forgiven, and we say, Now, God, I'm going to show you how I'm going to do this, and you're going to be proud of me. And then we're going to fail. Mm 
But Jesus mm -hmm. didn't want to do that. He was dependent on the Father and He prayed and prayed and prayed to fight temptation and to, to give the right words in the right time, to have wisdom. And He was always submissive and always seeking to, uh, well, to gain the victory through the power of God. Mm -hmm. So He needed to pray. If He would not pray, He would not be successful in His uh, mission mm -hmm. and we would not be saved. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, um, one of the qualities of God is, you know, selflessness. And um, when Jesus prays to the Father, that's Him actually, you know, pretty much going back to one of His traits, His qualities, mm. part, of, part of His character, you know, and it shows, it gives us an example of how we're supposed to live as human beings. Praying to God daily on a, ba on a regular basis and, to, you know, to the Father, it, it strengthens that bond between human beings and God the Father Himself. Mm -hmm. So Jesus was trying to show that along the way. Mm -hmm. I, I like what you're saying. There are kind of two things just to pick up on that. One is that dependency, um, mm -hmm. this daily activity. The other is the humbleness. And I think that's one mm -hmm. other thing mm -hmm. that prayer really does. And you, you described it as, as not being selfish and, and mm -hmm. those kind of things. It actually tells me about who I am and puts me mm -hmm. in my right place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, it puts me in a place where I'm dependent on God. Mm -hmm. I won't conquer the world all by myself. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not the smartest person on the planet Earth. I'm not the fastest. I'm not the... Mm -hmm. That kind of thing. I need God to live my daily life. And, and that humbleness, and Jesus exemplified this humbleness, mm -hmm. is a really important aspect to the Christian, mm -hmm. Christian life. So I... I agree with that. Now, Jesus had a couple of different prayers or talked about prayer in different ways. Just to give some of the highlights, um, Jesus said, you know, don't pray in front of people to gain their attention, but pray in the quiet place. Mm -hmm. And we have the Lord's Prayer. Um, then we have Him praying during the night. We have several instances of that. And we have the high priestly prayer, John 17, that we read in, in the opening way. This is really an intercessory prayer on behalf of the disciples. Mm -hmm. What can we learn from, from Jesus um, in these, some of these, pick one of those passages and say, this is what I'm, I learned from that. Give me, a, give me some feedback on, on some of in, those. In the book of Mark, chapter 1, and verse 35, talking about Jesus' life of prayer, it says, Now in the morning, having risen a long while before daylight, he went out and departed to a solitary place, and there... He prayed. And then it says, And Simon and those who were with him searched for him. When they found him, they said to him, Everyone is looking for you. Interesting thing that Jesus went to a quiet, quiet place, but still he was found. But an interesting thing is he was not found in idleness. He was not found uh, just doing whatever was not useful. Playing he was found the praying. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not. Certainly not. He was found praying, so he gave that practical example because he was a great teacher and he could teach with authority. Mm. But if his example wasn't to the, up to the standard of his teaching, then his teaching would not be with such authority. Mm. And I think we learned from Jesus several things. We learned that we should take time uh, to pray and have that as a priority because sometimes even doing ministry and doing things in the church, uh, we may be so engaged in doing the things to God that we don't do them with Him. Hmm. And another thing is we should be an example. 
as, as a father, as a mother, as a brother, as a, as a, a son, I should be an example in my, in my prayer life too. Thank you so much for being on the show. And thank you for your contributions. We'll keep on praying. If you would like to join in the discussion, visit our Facebook page with the link at our webpage at www.sabbathschoolu.org. That's www.sabbathschool.org. For Sabbath School University, I'm Ike Mueller. We'll see you next week.